Hello and welcome back to Camping Out with Zach Selby. As we are wrapping up practice today here on this Friday, Ron Rivera is addressing the media over here to my right. And we're dropping all the news you would ever hope and care to learn about your commanders as they go through training camp in the 2022 season. We got a couple of returners today on the podcast. We have Pete Haley from ABC Sports Washington and Matt Parrish from the Washington Times. Let's go check out what they had to say. And now we have Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington. Before I, we get started, I always love when you have the cooler out here when you're sitting out. Like, so usually you have like a little like little chair like stand thing. But why the cooler? So I lost the stand at OTAs because I'm. Oh. Yeah, it was devastating. And I was gonna go get a new one, but I tried out the cooler on day one, and I'm like, this is great. I got my drinks ready. I got you pop out some Doritos if I need to on the sideline. It's got good butt coverage. Yep little stiff but for the most part it works so it's it, i like having position flex just like ron rivera and it's it's doing well for me so we're all about fl- position flex here in Absolutely. ashburn and you know speaking of pl- position flex we got to talk about percy butler right i mean that's one of the ultimate position flex uh, players right now uh you know, he had a really good play uh near during team drills kind of stood up uh Jaden mckissick what have you seen out of him so far has he really kind of like been that versatile player that rivera said he would be so, yeah, that play, I wrote it down in my observations post. What was cool about that is Butler's like the speed guy who's supposed to thrive in special teams and when he's running in space. But that was like he was almost a linebacker, like sitting in the hole and just stood up McKissick, was able to hold him until reinforcements showed up. Like that was like, okay, I didn't know he had that part to his game. I thought he was going to be a rangy guy. But seeing him hit like that with no real momentum before it was really, really cool. So I think the young safeties, all of them behind McCain and Curl, are having really good camps. I think Derek Forrest, Butler, Jeremy Reeves, I think that's a really good competition to watch now i think you know he said he want he loves being on special teams how much special teams do you think he's actually going to play because you know everyone there's been a lot of talk with special offense about how like special teams players like they're they they love it and then as soon as they have an impact like well sorry caster we're gonna have to take him in i feel so bad for nate katzer he has these special team superstars every year and they just get stolen from him i think butler's gonna be used there pretty much because you know backup safety sure you want him to stay healthy but that's where the backups have to thrive like a Jahan Dotson okay you don't want to risk an ankle injury on a punt return but Butler like if you're making this team which he's going to you need to be able to do multiple things and I think a guy like him and a Derek Forrest you see him on kick coverage punt coverage that's when they're really going to stand out. You know another safety is uh, Derek Forrest the guy who's kind of made a couple flashy plays here and there seems like he's really taken a couple of strides in his development this year. I'm surprised to see how comfortable he looks back in the secondary. I thought he was going to be more of an in-the-box guy, but when he's dropping back, handling some of those posts and those deeper routes, looks very smooth, and I asked him about it a couple days ago, and he just says that you know veterans like Kendall Fuller are helping him, but he just understands this defense. He says when he looks at a formation, he now knows what to look for. When emotion happens, what that means, he says his eyes are helping his brain, and it's certainly showing out on the field. Couple about the offense, and you know, yeah, we have you know the couple of tight ends, uh, Logan Thomas, John Bates, they're not out there right now. Um, Cole Turner, he went over there to the tent a little bit, get checked out. Curtis Hodges and Samus Reyes are the two that were were uh, in the starting group. Out of those two, who has really stood out to you the most so far? As much as I love the story of Samus Reyes, I think Rogers has impressed me more. Just so big, uh, him and Hodges. Um, I forget which one you asked about, but they, Curtis Hodges. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just have um, Armani Rogers on the mind. But both we, we have a whole list of players we just got swirling around right, in our head right, right now. But uh, especially when they have commanders on the back of their uniform, it's hard to tell who's who. But the Rogers and Hodges, both really tall, really lanky tight ends who give Wentz and other quarterbacks this big target. So again, Reyes is really fun to watch, really fun to talk to, and seems to be a very strong blocker. But if you're looking for those receiving threats after Turner and Thomas, I think it's Hodges and Rogers. So those names are too similar for me to be saying so much over and over, so I'm going to stop. 
Yeah, no, I get you. Um, you know, and last on the offensive line, it seems like we've got a little bit more stability there now. We have Wish Schweitzer over there at right guard, Keith Ishmael over there at starting center. Um, you know, at, with uh, Chase really still going through his his recovery. Um, I mean, do you think Schweitzer is kind of kind of taking a little bit of a step ahead in that role there at right guard? Yeah, I think so. I think with Trey Turner out, I mean, we know what he can do. He's an established veteran, but he's missed a lot of days. And at some point, you know, if that's going to be a battle, you got to go with the guy who's in playing shape and has been building that trust with the linemen. So uh, between that and I think Keith Ishmael has shown out well to show that he can be a very reliable backup center. A lot of interchangeable parts in the middle. And with John Matsko leading the charge, I got faith that he's going to put a good five out there no matter who it is. All right, the very, very last one is we're wrapping up week two now. Uh, we got one more day out there at FedEx Field before we go into week three uh, when we get started for preseason. What's one thing that you can take away from this, from this second week of training camp? I love what these starting corners have done, William Jackson and Kendall Fuller. Jackson's been telling us that he feels more at home in the system, and I believe him after watching how he plays. And Kendall Fuller has always been so steady, but this camp he looks to be more than steady. He looks to be sort of a shutdown corner in his own right. So I really like what those two are doing, and I'm excited to see if they get a little pass rush, if they can get their hands on more passes and, and convert some more turnovers. Now with we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Matt Paris from the Washington Times. Uh, you know, that last period we were at was more of a goal line situation. Uh, the defense had a lot of energy, specifically because Casey Tuhill had a couple of really nice plays. Uh, you know, Rivera was talking yesterday about how much he's really seen out of Casey. Call him like a, a try-hard guy. Uh, what have you seen out of Casey? Exactly that. I mean, also intelligence, too. There was the play with Antonio Gibson. They ran it, and Tuhill just immediately stuffed it out. And it's a really impressive read. And then later came in and forced the fumble or, you know, was part of a pile that forced the fumble, caught it in the air, and ran it all the way back. So, yeah, he, he's had a strong day today, and that's needed because Washington's going to need another edge rusher with Chase Young out, and um, so maybe Two Hills that guy. Mm -hmm. Another guy he's been really high on is F.A. Obato, you know, with those, so those six socks that he has. You know, he looks fresh out there, uh, but he's also been playing really well as, uh, too. Uh, I mean, do you think he's working on a lot of, like, the more specific stuff that Rivera's been talking about, like in terms of, like, his get-off, his, like, you know, leverage and that kind of thing? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, you know, Obata is really interesting because he's from the International Pathway Program. And so, you know, this is a guy who is still relatively new to football. It's his sixth year. And I think you're starting to see now that he's used to playing NFL football. He's actually starting to to hone in on those finer details of, of being a pro and everything that comes with being a pass rusher. So, you know, he's had an impressive camp, mostly worked with the two so far, but I think he could be a situational guy coming in on third downs. If, let's say, they take James Smith-Williams off the field for third down, he's a guy that could come in there and be that situational pass rusher. Well, you know, even though the off if they could if the offense could get a pass off, they were pretty much running into some really tight coverage from the corners. You know, Pete was talking about how he's really been impressed with the starters, uh, William Jackson and Kendall Fuller. Have you been just as as impressed with them? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I think the thing that sticks out about the secondary in general is that just of how much in sync they are. And that wasn't the case really a year ago. You know, you could see William Jackson getting used to this scheme. But now they kind of all play off each other. And I think where it's most apparent is even before the snap, you hear Cam Curl checking in with people and them kind of being all on the same page. And I think it's really translated to the field. Yeah, you know, Kendall Fuller has been probably one of my biggest stars of camp so far. I mean, no matter what he's who he's going up against, what plays he's make, he's always out there just like getting PBUs and interceptions. I mean, do you expect a really big jump from him? Yeah, I mean, we could. I, I don't know necessarily about a big jump because I think he's always been pretty consistent. Right, yeah. Even if you look at last year, I think he was probably the best part of that secondary except maybe Cam Curl. But, you know, Curl – or 
Fuller plays with vision, and that's what this defense really requires. And so, you know, he really fits in. And it's kind of interesting because when he was previously here the first time, he was a great slot corner, but he's better suited for the outside now, and I think that's a tremendous credit to him to making that adjustment. You bring up Curl, and you haven't seen too much out of him so far in camp, but, I mean, it's not like you really need to make all these flashy plays. I mean, he seems like he's pretty much been as advertised as we expected the past couple of years. Yeah, that's kind of who Cam Curl is. I mean, he's, I think, maybe the most underrated a player on this team national from a national perspective. I don't know if people realize kind of how good he is. I agree with that. Yeah, but in terms of, you know, he's made some athletic plays. There was a play a couple of days ago where he leapt up and grabbed that Carson Wentz interception. And so, you know, we're seeing things from him. He just has a remarkable feel for timing. Yep. And so, you know, it he's kind of always had that, but you're even seeing it more in year three. Right. So last one before we get you back into the team session here is there, I guess we're going through like the halfway period of camp now. We're going to have that practice at FedEx Field before we're going to week three. What's one big thing you can take away from the second week of practice? Yeah, you know, I just think the offense is still very much a work in progress, and you would start to like to see them turn a corner at some point here. But I think that's what this first preseason game coming up here next week will be a really good measure of that. It's just so much trying to get the timing and adjusting to Carson Wentz's um, kind of, you know, ability to throw around the field. So, you know, it's a work in progress right now, but it's kind of fun seeing it come together. That's all we have for you today, but be sure to check out your daily command center camp coverage every weekday on the Commander's YouTube channel. I'm going to go back to my tent because I basically live here like everybody else, and I will see you tomorrow.